This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. My thoughts on Antonio Conte leaving at the end of this season. My thoughts on the board and the club decisions. Welcome back to the channel. Hope you're all keeping well. So, early Sunday morning, Italian journalist and transfer expert Gianluca Damasio has stated the following. Antonio Conte will leave Tottenham Hotspur Football Club at the end of this season. There was no spark. His contract is expiring and the club has not asked him for a renewal. He then went on to say the club does not like the frequent jibes. Antonio Conte wants players to win whilst the club prefers to trade. The feeling with the club has not clicked. His family, um, amongst other things, has remained in Italy. Now, my thoughts on the club, um, the board and the situation at Tottenham Hotspur at the moment. Um, in simple terms, it is an absolute mess. Um, we have Fabio Prasci, who we don't even know whether he is allowed to work in England any longer. It now looks like uh, Antonio Conte will be leaving at the end of the season, if not before. The club are not wanting to spend money in this January transfer window. Um, I know Spurs are trying to get deals done, but these are loans or cheap deals that, of course, us fans do not want. We want quality players um, in this Tottenham Hotspur squad and in the starting eleven. Of course, we want European football for next year. And when I say European football, of course, we want to stay in that Champions League, as do the club want to stay in the Champions League. But you've got to invest. You've got to spend the money in order to keep up with the other teams around you. Antonio Conte and various other managers in our history, um, have stated exactly the same thing. You need to keep up with all of the teams around you. Um, and at the moment, we are just trying to get cheap deals done and we are trying to get loan players in. And at the time of making this, um, Fabrizio Romano has just tweeted that um, Spurs are trying to sign Nicolo Zaniolo from Roma. Uh, Roma want a permanent deal. Spurs want a loan deal. 
Now, John Luca DiMarzio's comments this morning, and by the way, he is an extremely reliable journalist, one of the best in the world, in my opinion, um, when it comes to football stories. And of course, he is Italian. He knows um, Antonio Conte very well as well, as does Fabrizio Romano, who has come on this channel many, many times talking about Antonio Conte uh, before he signed for us um, as head coach back in 2021. Um, but let me talk about this decision because... Um, John Luca Damasio has stated um, that Spurs have decided not to renew Antonio Conte's contract. I think that this is another huge mistake um, at Tottenham Hotspur. And there have been a lot of errors made. There have been a lot of bad decisions in recent times, um, which, of course, are frustrating every Spurs fan at the moment. And I'm one of the positive ones. I, I uh, consider myself... Um, as a very positive Spurs fan, and I know it frustrates a lot of people a lot of time because I try and see the best in situations. I try and see the best, um, you know, in uh, in situations that are quite frustrating. Um, but this is a really bad decision. We have brought in a serial winning manager, a world-class manager in Antonio Conte. And I know that there are some fans out there that don't like Conte. They don't like his style of play. Uh, but as I've said, since he arrived, if you give him the tools and, uh, you know, certainly in the system that he wants to play, um, you know, if we give him what he needs, I believe that Antonio Conte will build us something special and we will be successful, i.e. winning trophies, which are way, way overdue. I find this situation extremely sad, again, that another fantastic manager has come into our club. Um, the club, um, in fairness, showed ambition when they brought in Jose Mourinho. Uh, they showed ambition when they brought in Antonio Conte. Uh, it seems now that both of these managers uh, you know, are not going to work out at the club. Of course, Jose was sacked six days before a cup final. I'll come on to that in a minute. Um, but when you bring in... Um, a manager like Antonio Conte, I think we all know that he is a manager that demands a lot. Um, he doesn't spend a lot. I know this. I think this is a bit of a myth where people think that he comes in and he wants to spend hundreds and hundreds of millions of pounds. No, he just wants the right players in. He wants the players that are ready to walk into a starting eleven and do a job. Um, he doesn't want uh, people like Jed Spence. That is a perfect example. It was a club signing. You know, Jed Spence is a club signing, whereas he would have much rather bring in a player that he knows that can do a job immediately. I'm personally a big fan of Antonio Conte, and I feel absolutely gutted this morning that, again, another manager is not going to work out at the club. What next for Spurs? I'll come on to that shortly. Um, but when you look back, you know, over the past few years, you know, going to a Champions League final, um, having not spent a penny in 518 days, Maurizio Pochettino took us to a Champions League final, um, you know, 1st of June 2019. And then, of course, early November, he was sacked. I believed and I still believe um, that Maurizio Pochettino had more than enough credit in the bank for what he did at Spurs, you know, getting us uh, European football places every single year. Um, Europa League and then, of course, Champions League year in, year out during his reign at Spurs, taking us to a Champions League final, having not spent a penny in 518 days. I say that again um, because I doubt that that will ever happen again in football history for as long as all of us will live. Um, and then, of course, he was sacked. 
I thought it was a really poor decision. I was absolutely gutted. Um, and at the time, um, you know, I, I put videos out and audio clips stating that it felt like a death in the family. I, I felt that strongly about it. I was very, very upset by that decision. I thought it was a really poor decision by the club. Um, however, the next morning, everybody woke up. Jose Mourinho was our manager. Um, I thought that, OK, Maurizio Pochettino has gone. They brought in a serial winning manager, Jose Mourinho. The exciting thing for me at the time was that Jose Mourinho had won trophies at every single club he has ever managed. And of course, it went wrong for him. He was sacked six days before a cup final. Now, Jose Mourinho uh, divided opinion amongst the fan base again. Um, personally, I thought that Jose Mourinho had the right to be in charge of that cup final. Of course, Ryan Mason came in. Um, Another really poor decision, in my opinion. Um, you bring in a serial winning manager. Um, you've got to give him the time. You've got to give him the tools. And, uh, you know, certainly six days before a cup final, I thought was a poor decision again. Nuno Espirito Santo, up next. We waited 72 days for a manager to come in. 72 days. Um, and... This was another poor decision. Nuno Espirito Santo, we went through many, many managers. The club interviewed many managers, managers like Catuso, uh, who, of course, got a lot of stick for things that he has done in the past or comments that he has said in the past. And then um, November 2021, we appoint Antonio Conte. Again, full credit to the board because um, they've appointed a world-class manager. But what is the point in appointing a world-class manager like Antonio Conte if you are not going to back him 100% um, and drive this club forward because we are starved of success. We are starved of trophies and whatever next now, um, you know, you go from Pochettino, you go to Jose Mourinho. Um, I'm not even going to mention Nuno because he was here for, you know, such a short time. Um, and then you go to Conte, Poch, Jose, Conte. Where on earth do you go from um, from this situation. Um, and Spurs, interestingly, do not want to renew the contract for Antonio Conte. Now, let's come on to transfers. Now, in recent years, and this one certainly um, sticks in my um, memory, um, Bruno Fernandes, um, we were heavily linked with him. Of course, he went to Manchester United in the end. Um, we didn't get Bruno Fernandes. We got Jetson Fernandes. Um, it's unbelievable. The, the, the difference in quality... You know, when employees of Tottenham Hotspur Football Club go out and identify players to sign and then suddenly the people at the top say, no, we're not going to sign these because they're too expensive or we can get a cheaper option in, that's exactly what's happened here. Um, Bruno Fernandes is a real quality player, a real leader on the pitch. And Jetson Fernandes played a handful of games for us. Um, and, you know, the, the, the memory of him is uh, him missing a penalty against Norwich City just before COVID in the FA Cup where we went out. Um, the difference in transfers, um, you know, why employ people, um, you know, to recruit and plan ahead and then don't go through with the um, first, second, third rate uh, targets that we identify um, because it seems that we go down the route of, then signing the fourth, fifth or sixth choice. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Uh, targets, um, which aren't good enough. And we, as fans, all identify this and we all see this. And we have seen it for a very long time. It's truly disappointing yet again. Now, other disappointing things, of course, and other things that stick in the mind is the Super League. Um, you know, Spurs wanted to go into a Super League. And, you know, from what I'm told from the uh, Tottenham Hotspur Supporters Trust, you know, Tottenham Hotspur Football Club went into a meeting um, with the Trust. And the Trust said, are we going to enter a Super League? And the club said no. Uh, and then, of course, a short while later... Uh, it looked like we were going to go into the Super League. And, of course, um, all the fans around the country um, stopped this from happening, uh, which was absolutely fantastic fan power. Um, but there are other things like the club not paying the staff during COVID-19. Um, Tottenham Hotspur are the ninth richest club um, in the world right now. Um, the figures came out only a couple of days ago. The ninth, the ninth richest club in the world and... We always seem to have issues in spending the money on the pitch. Now, we have, and as I've said on this channel many, many times, and as I'm super positive a lot of the time about our club, um, you know, we have a fantastic stadium, one of the best in the world. We have fantastic training facilities. We've got a decent squad. Um, it could be better. It should be better. Um, but why not ever take us onto that next level? We've always been a couple of players away in the transfer window, which is so frustrating to all of us. We can all see, even when you go back, uh, you know, for the Potch days, you know, we were going for the league title. We had such a great squad. One, two, three more additions in that squad. We could have been parading down the high road with the Premier League trophy. Now, what's next for Tottenham Hotspur? I can see a couple of things happening. Um, Spurs could either go down the route of sacking Antonio Conte before the end of the season and putting Ryan Mason in charge or have a plan um, of bringing Maurizio Pochettino back. I wouldn't be at all surprised. I think that all of the journalists at the moment and everybody close to the club are getting this feeling that Maurizio Pochettino is ready to replace Antonio Conte, uh, whether it would be now, whether it would be next week or whether it would be um, on the 1st of July when Antonio Conte leaves Spurs. Or could we go... Um, down the route again of employing another world-class manager, i.e. a manager that has been there, done it and won the trophies. Someone like Thomas Tuchel, um, who, of course, we are being linked with at the moment. I wouldn't be at all surprised by any of these options. Do I think it's right to bring back Maurizio Pochettino right now? Probably not. Um, I think that whoever comes in needs to be the one making the decisions. I think that um, there is a big difference between having a manager in charge and there's a big difference of having uh, a managing um, director or a sporting director uh, in charge of the transfers. I think is a, there's a big difference of having uh, just a head coach. When you think back to the summer of 2019, after the Champions League final defeat against Liverpool, um, Maurizio Pochettino went into the press conference in Munich um, and was very unhappy uh, by some of the journalist questions because... He said, I'm not the manager, I'm the head coach. 
And I think there is a huge, huge difference in some decision making. Um, you go back to the, the Jed Spence situation with Antonio Conte. It's a club signing. Um, if it's a club signing and the manager don't fancy these players, then what's the point in having them there? The manager should be bringing in the players that they want, not players that the board want or not players that the sporting director or anybody else at the club wants. It should be about the manager's, manager's decisions in what they want, the players that they are going to play in the system that they are going to play. Now, where do I stand at the moment as a Spurs fan? Well, I'm very, very frustrated and uh, I'm very drained with all of this as well because I, th I thought that the club was going to change. I thought in the summer when we started getting signings in early, I finally felt that, you know, we were changing. We were going to act like a big club and we were changing the way uh, that we have done things in the past. Now, Daniel Levy said that the stadium... Uh, when the stadium was built and the money and the revenue was coming in, this was going to be a game changer. His words, not mine, a game changer. Um, you know, all of the money was then going to be spent on the pitch. This clearly hasn't happened. Uh, we have got, what, just over a week of the January transfer window left. Yes, we could probably get in a few signings, but um, if now Antonio Conte is leaving at the end of the season, uh, there doesn't feel like any plan. There doesn't feel like any direction. Uh, and there certainly doesn't feel like any ambition, which uh, makes me extremely sad. Now, I feel in recent years that the board have done a, a good job in terms of off the pitch, um, the training ground and, of course, the uh, stadium as well. You know, the stadium is one of the best in the world. There's no denying that. Uh, but it is now all about progress on the pitch, um, giving a manager the tools and, uh, you know, giving the money, spending the money and bringing in some world-class players. I've said on this channel hundreds of times, the, you know, one of the last times I was really wowed by a signing was Jurgen Klingsman back in 1994 when he just played at the World Cup. Um, Van der Vaart was another great signing. Um, I could probably name, you know, players on one hand who I've been excited about. And that isn't good enough. You know, some of the other teams around us, you know, opposition fans that I know, they seem to be excited, you know, virtually every window by the, the signings that they have. And I want to I want to see Spurs bringing in some world-class players, showing some real ambition and start putting trophies in the cabinet because the amount of banter we all get as Spurs fans about we never, ever win anything. Um, when you look back at all of the players that have left us uh, without winning a trophy, it is, it's devastating. Now, what is next for the board? Um, now, do the board sell up? Do they want to sell up? I don't believe that they do. I don't believe that this board will be going anywhere in the near future. I know that a lot of people um, are calling the board out at the moment, stating that they want uh, the board gone um, and Daniel Levy. Um, but I can't see this happening in the near future. And even if they decided tomorrow that, OK, we're going to sell up, you've then got to look for a buyer. And this could take a very, very long time. Now, the reason um, I've made this episode is um, because this last week or so, a lot of people have been asking me, what are my thoughts on the club situation at the moment? What are my thoughts on the board? Uh, what have been my thoughts on you know past situations? Uh, well, here it is. Um, I'm very unhappy right now. I feel very uh, drained with the whole situation. I don't know where this club is at. I don't know the direction we're going in. And all I want to see is ambition. I want to see ambition off the pitch. I want to see it on the pitch, certainly. And I want to see trophies. I want to see success. I want to see, uh, you know, one of the best managers in the world at our club. We have one at the moment, but we're about to get rid of them. Um, and 
you know, I haven't even spoken about people like Harry Kane. You know, what on earth must Harry Kane be thinking and feeling right now? Because he said so often, um, you know, as long as this club is going in the right direction, I will stay. Uh, I think that we need another miracle, as Conte said, this season to finish in the Champions League. If we finish outside the Champions League again, does Harry Kane stay at Tottenham Hotspur Football Club? Um, you know, because at the end of the season, he would have broken Jimmy Greaves' record, uh, all-time record at Spurs. Um, he will probably want the Premier League record. So will he go to another Premier League club uh, with 12 months remaining on his contract? Um, it's a mess, as I said. There are so many things that need to be sorted out at this football club right now. And most importantly, I feel that the club now need to come out and give a statement. They need to... Uh, you know, Fabio Prasci, Daniel Levy, one of the board, they need to come out. They need to uh, say exactly what the situation is at the moment and uh, and what the direction and ambition is. I think that the club need to reply to the official supporters trust as soon as possible. I think that it needs to put out a public statement, you know, certainly about the Fabio Prasci um, situation at the moment, because we don't know whether our director of football is allowed to work in the UK or not. Um, who is in charge of transfers at the moment? Is it Greta Steenston? Is it him identifying players at the moment? Is Fabio still um, working with him um, as things stand? Is now Daniel Levy um, back in charge of the transfers? Um, the Conte situation, you know, how are the fans going to feel about Antonio Conte now, knowing that he is leaving at the end of the season? Um, you know, so many comments that I've read online this morning, it just seems that a lot of Spurs fans have just given up. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24 7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com.